Good evening, everybody. Welcome to uh, this is going to be a special edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, you know, this is this is a uh, an episode that I really don't want to be doing, but unfortunately, um, events kind of dictate that this happened. Um, I will record a normal episode, and we'll, we'll get into kind of the week the week at hand um, in sports. Obviously, there's going to be a lot to talk about with Texas Tech, uh, basketball and things. We're not going to talk about that tonight. Um, This is going to be an episode centered around one topic, one man, and that's Mike Leach. Um, Obviously, probably most of you know, um, you know, Coach Leach passed away on Tuesday. And, you know, we got the news. uh, I got the news Sunday afternoon, I, I remember on on Twitter that you know thing the that that coach leach had to go to the you know was in the hospital and things were not looking very good um and you know obviously all the thinking started to talking about you know his time at Texas Tech and been a lot a lot of people reflecting on you know their encounters their interactions with Mike Leach and so I really wanted to come and uh, come on and do this episode, just kind of as a way to honor him um, and kind of give you my thoughts, my experiences with uh, with Coach Leach, and um, you know I I just I kind of felt like I wanted to do this, just kind of to honor him, you know. So oh my God, I'm going to start by kind of going back and kind of talking about, um, you know kind of the history of, of Mike Leach and Texas Tech. I can definitively say Mike Leach made me a Tech football fan. You know, I, I moved to Lubbock pretty close to when, when Leach in, ended up being the coach of Tech. Um, I, I, I moved to Lubbock in 2001. I think it was Leach's second year. And this is this going to be – probably shocking to some of my audience, but I was not, I wasn't initially a Leech fan. I wasn't even, I wasn't, certainly wasn't initially a tech fan. Um, you know, I've said this before on past podcasts growing up, I, I really kind of levitated towards (laughs) A&M and yeah, that sounds weird now to say, but, um, you know, I was really into band in, in, middle school, high school. And so I, I kind of had this, this vision of, Oh, you know, I can go to A&M and be in the core and all this other sort of stuff. And yeah, A&M's awesome. Um, and it was kind of weird too, because, uh, my, my dad, my dad was a huge UT fan. Yes. Another big family secret. <laughs> um, you know, and so, you know, then there's me, the A&M fan, you know, and, and so I end up in Lubbock, I end up going to LCU and, you know, I'd, I'd heard of Texas Tech before, obviously, you know, I knew, you know, oh, Spike Dykes, that's a, that's a cool coaching name. And, you know, yeah, they got that, they're the Red Raiders. That's kind of a weird, you know, interesting mascot. But, you know, I, when I get here in 2001, you know, Leach, this is only his second year coaching at Texas Tech. And my first Texas Tech football game I go to, November 2001, I think it was their last home game of the season against Oklahoma. And this is Oklahoma 
uh, coming off being the defending national champions. Uh, Nate Hibble was their quarterback. I remember the name. And Texas Tech played them hard, uh, played them hard, played them close, but they lost. And what I remember about that game was it seemed like Texas Tech threw the ball every down. <laughs> and I remember my dad. My dad was a defensive guy, and so offensively he was he you know he he wasn't into the he, you know let's throw the ball every down you know. I mean, he was kind of old school. And so, I mean, both of us, you know, leaving the game, we're like, wow, that, he threw, you know, why are you throwing the ball every down? That's not sustainable, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, the, and, the, and in addition, you know, Mike Leach was a bit quirky. And I thought, well, this guy's weird. You know, what the heck is, what is all this? And so that was kind of my first exposure to Texas Tech, you know, 2001. So I end up, you know, obviously I'm in Lubbock, you know, 2002 rolls around. Um, still not a big tech fan, but, you know, they, they end up beating Texas, which I thought, oh, that's awesome, you know. But they also, and I rewind it back a little bit to 2001 again. They beat A&M in 01, and there's controversy. They tear down the goalposts, and there's a fight. And at the time, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm still drinking the Aggie Kool-Aid. And I'm like, oh, they're, <laughs> you know, those 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 tech people, they're just, you know, fighting A&M fans. And I, and I kind of almost like, as an Aggie fan, I kind of blamed Leach for, you know, tech fans acting like bozos. In my mind, that's what I'm thinking. And so, you know, 2002 comes along, 03, 04, you know, and I'm, I'm starting to warm up to Texas Tech because they're fun to, because they're fun to watch. And they're winning big games. I mean, they're they're dominating A and M. A and M's just a, a mess. Um, but you know, I'm starting to like Texas Tech some more, and I'm starting to to really you know this 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 Mike Leach guy. He's he's funny. He's you know he's, his teams are fun to watch. He's a funny guy. Um, you know, yeah. Eventually, I do become kind of a my A and M love fades away. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm living in Lubbock. Why don't I be a tech fan? And so I, I become a tech fan and, you know, kind of the Cody Hodges year, Graham Harrell and everything. And, and you know, it, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. Those years were fun to be a tech fan. They're fun to watch. They, you know. They're beating teams like Oklahoma, you know, they're dom they're basically dominating AM. Um, and it's just it's a fun atmosphere to go to. You're just seeing score, 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 score. You know, there's and then you got Mike Leach on TV, you know, he's doing the weather report, he's giving dating advice, and then the whole pirate thing, you know, starts to bubble up and it's like this is this is awesome. This is an awesome atmosphere and and, you know, I'm not going to get into the end of his time at Tech. I've talked about it on on podcast on, on other podcast on my podcast episodes before. I think I've made my my feelings very clear on that. I'm not going to get into it. Um, but it was a pretty devastating time when Leach left because, you know, for me as a Texas Tech fan, that's all I knew was. Mike Leach, Air Raid, it's gonna, it's fun. The Pirate, 
swing your sword, everything. And so when he left, pretty disappointed. I always continued to follow his career. You know, I, I got to go go to the Sun Bowl in 2015 when his Washington State team came into town. Um, and a wild game that turned out to be. That was that was the uh, 2015. We had a big snowstorm in Texas. Lubbock, I think, got uh, uh, like, you know, 18, 19 inches. El Paso got eight inches of snow, and the eight inches fell in the middle of the Sun Bowl. I know. Ironically named Sun Bowl that year. But, you know, I got to see Leach, uh, the Washington State team, always followed them. You know, Pac-12 after dark, if Wazoo was on, I was watching. And then, you know, when he went to Mississippi State, Mississippi State's on, I was watching. And it kind of all came full circle last year at the Liberty Bowl, Texas Tech, Mississippi State. I rooted for Tech because despite everything, they're still my team. And it, but it was bittersweet though, because um, there was a lot of there was a lot of animosity um, from some tech fans towards Leach, and you know obviously Leach had a lot of animosity towards Tech, and so it was kind of you know there were things said like well you can't be a Leach fan and a Tech fan, or you, and it just it was frustrating, it was sad, and you know it was it was just one of those things, the the entire. All of that was just rough. Um, and then, you know, you, you, uh, I remember watching the Egg Bowl a couple weeks ago, and, you know, there had been rumors kind of running around that, you know, maybe Leach, this might be his last game. And, you know, they won, and it was awesome. I mean, the Egg Bowl, it was a great, it was a great game. And then you get the news Sunday, and, and it was pretty clear by Monday that, you know, it wasn't gonna. We probably were not gonna get good news, and so just very sad. Um, I only got to meet Mike Leach twice, and you know, one of the times was when after he had left Tech, and you know, he wrote a book, "Swing Your Sword," and he came to Barnes and Noble in Lubbock and did like a book signing, and. You know, I got I got his autograph. I got my uh, my picture made with him, and it's and that picture is actually in uh, it's right by my closet in my bedroom, so I I see it every day. But the first time I met him, it's something I'll never forget. So I'm still kind of becoming a Texas Tech fan slowly. I'm not like a full on fanatic yet. Um, in 2008, which if you know Texas Tech football history. You know that 2008, I mean, it was the year um, for modern-day Texas Tech fans. 2008 was the banner year for Tech fans. You had the Texas game and everything that went down with that. You know, the team ended up finishing 11-1 on the season. Um, It was a great year. And I got the opportunity to go down to College Station to see Tech play A&M. And we, we, uh, it was a couple of friends of mine, we went down there and, you know, it's sad because they're in the SEC now, but the A&M tech rivalry, extremely underrated hatred on both sides. Folks, if you don't know the statue of Will Rogers at Texas tech, the butt of the horse, even to this day is still pointed 
at College Station, and it was done. It was done that way on purpose. And you've had, you know, I talked earlier about the 2001 game when Aggie on Aggie violence was attempted to be, you know, blamed on Tech. You had um, the Vickum, the whole Vickum thing. You had, I mean, you had Javorski laying talking smack. You had the uh, this happened after the post uh, when Leach left, but you had. You know, A&M claiming that Tech fans put feces on their bus, and they didn't. Um, bottom line, the A&M Tech rivalry is, it was intense, and uh, certainly no different when we went down there because, honestly, Tech had been dominating A&M since Leach arrived in Lubbock. And, you know, you've got... Tech was clearly the favorite going into this game. Uh, the coach at A&M at the time... Um, I don't remember his name. Mike Sherman. I think he had just gotten there, maybe, you know, and so he um th- they were they were having issues at AM. Um fun fact though, Ryan I uh, got to see Ryan Tannehill play quarterback for like a down because he was uh I can't remember the uh, the starter, um, but yeah, Tannehill was the backup. But anyway, so we get down there. We go. We go to midnight yell. We go to the game. Tech wins. Tech. Tech wins. It, it wasn't a blowout, but it wasn't close either, because near the end of the fourth quarter, all the A and M fans are going. They're exiting, and so all of all of us Tech fans, you know, we're waving. I mean, we're waving bye at them. But I mean, it's it's awesome. And so game ends. We leave. We leave the stands, and and somehow I think. To get to leave this stadium, we have to go down like kind of near like there was like a track area um, at Kyle Field, and so you're we weren't on the field, but we were on like the sideline area, kind of uh, heading heading towards uh, where we parked, and all of a sudden I look over, and right, walking right beside me is Mike Leach, and I mean I heard his voice first, and then I look over and I'm like. Dude, that's Leech. And I'm I'm and I'm you know my other friends that are with me were we all see that. And so we all get to say, you know, good game coach to Leech. And I mean he was uh, you know, very, very nice and very friendly. And um it was just to me, it was just like, oh, that's that's so cool. Like I got to I got to see Mike Leach and tell him good game at AM. I mean, this is this is awesome. And so um, but yeah, I mean, bottom line. Great coach, you know. You go th- scroll through Twitter, scroll through. I mean, everything. There's all sorts of stories, you know, coming out about Leach and uh, the type of person he was. Um, you know, I think the one positive that's happened this week is, I think, for the first time since everything happened in 2009, Texas Tech. Texas Tech fans are finally able to acknowledge what Leach did for Tech. Um, and, and, and because there's so many years, and I, I've talked about this on my podcast, after Leach left, number one, there was a contingent of fans that felt like, well, you know, Leach got what he deserved. And, but also, it, it, it almost felt like because there was always a contingent of tech fans that said 
that anytime there was a coaching change at Tech, there was bring back Leach, bring back Leach, you know, and I totally got that too. Um, and I, I, like I said, I was team Leach all the way. Um, having said that, you know, I, I talked about this when we were searching for a coach last year. I just didn't think that that was ever going to be possible for him to come back here and be the coach again. But anyway, I think because of all all of this, you know, controversy, there were a lot of people that I think went out of their way to almost um, criticize, put down Leach's time at Tech and say, oh, well, he really wasn't that successful, you know, and there was always, well, he only won these amount of games and he only did this, he only did that. And I think what's been a positive this week is a lot of that sort of talk has gone away and I think finally he's getting honored not only by tech fans, all tech fans, but finally the university itself. And, and you know, it, it's important to understand that the, the leaders that were at Tech when Leach left, they haven't been at Texas Tech for a long time. Um, you know, we're, we're talking, I think the president of Tech that was there, I think he left – Maybe 2015, 20, I mean, he, it, it, the bottom line, the leadership has changed at Texas Tech um, for a while. And so there's not a lot of the leech. There's not the people that ran leech off aren't there anymore. Um, having said all that, like I said, I think I think it's great that finally Texas Tech is acknowledging. And I, I hate it that it took leech passing away for this to happen. But, um, you know, finally, Texas Tech is acknowledging the impact Mike Leach had at Texas Tech. He's the winningest coach at Texas Tech at football. And, you know, it, it's, it's felt like for the since 2009 that it was almost like you, you just couldn't you, you couldn't acknowledge that time period in Texas Tech history. And. Now, now they are, and, and, and I'm hoping moving on that, that you're going to see more of that. I know Texas Tech is going to be wearing a special uh, pirate uh, thing on their helmet for the uh, Texas Bowl game against um, Ole Miss, and, you know, I think that'll be great. But, you know, I, I would – I'd I, – I, I think Mike Leach deserves to be in the ring of honor at Texas Tech. Um, I truly do. Um, you know, I've said that before. I think there was a question when Mahomes came in uh, to the ring of honor. And I said, you know, certainly I, I would put Mike Leach in there. And I would love to see maybe possibly some, if not the ring of honor, if you want to keep that just as players, you know, I think, you know, there's other ways that they can honor uh, Coach Leach with this South End Zone stuff, you know. But it's just – it's sad that it takes him passing away for all this to happen and and for all these great stories to come out and everything. Um, you know, he, he's going to live on in – 
obviously at Tech, but he's going to live on in college football. Um, the all the video clips. I mean, I got to watch a lot of those this week, and you know, he just he just made, he just made you laugh. Um, you know, and his coaching tree is pretty good. Not, I mean, it's not pretty good. It is is awesome. You know, um, you go back and look at his very first staff at Tech in two thousand. Um, plus his very first quarterback is Cliff Kingsbury. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of coaches that can trace themselves back to Mike Leach. You know, you look at Texas Tech quarterbacks, Cliff Kingsbury, he's a head coach. Sonny Cumbie, head coach. Graham Harrell, he's, he's been an offensive coordinator. I think he'll be a coach soon. Um, Seth Dagey. He coaches in college. Um, you know, receivers, Emo, Eric Morris, brand new head coach at North Texas. Joel Filani coaches. Wes Welker's a coach. And so even players, I mean, the Mike Leach tree with players is just continuing to grow. But, you know, the assist, that, that first 2000, if you've never looked at the, the 2000 Texas Tech coaching staff, his very first year, Sonny Dykes on the staff, about to go play in the playoffs. Um, Art Browse. Yes, I know there's issues with Art Browse, but he was a successful college coach. For everything else that you say, successful college coach. Dana Holgerson, been a successful college coach in multiple places. You know, Greg McMacken, coached a, a successful college coach for many years. Ruffin McNeil. Um, Dave Aranda, Baylor coach, part of that staff. A few years later, you got a guy that uh, Mike Leach says, you know what, I don't think you can play on this college level, but I think you can make a great coach. Lincoln Riley. Garrett Riley uh, was, was um, part of the Texas Tech team. It's just, it's just amazing to think about. And, you know, all those guys uh, all week, you know, Josh Heupel, you know, that was uh, Leach – Coached Josh, coached up Josh Heupel, and and really was instrumental in that Oklahoma team winning the national championship. Um, but it's it's obviously a bittersweet bittersweet um, week. Obviously, prayers for his family. Um, I, I can't imagine two weeks before Christmas, you know, losing. A family member losing your dad, losing your husband, uh, losing your grandpa. I mean, he was a grandpa. Um, it, it's it's just sad. And I'm going to end with just a piece of advice for everybody. Live your life to the fullest. You know, there's a clip of it's when Mike leads to the weather, um, and he basically. Basically, that's what he said. You know, you know, live your life to the fullest. There's another interview where someone asks him, "What what do you want to be written in your obituary?" And he says, "Well, what do I care? I'm I'm going to be dead." And I think that's a profound statement because we, I think, too many of us live our life 
worrying about what other people think, worrying about the what ifs. And I don't think Mike Leach lived his life worrying about the what ifs. Um, and so I think there's something that we can learn from that, but you know, be, you know, as we enter into this Christmas season, you know, be, be intentional around your family and, and be grateful that you get to spend this time with your family and just, you know, hug them tighter, tell them you love them. Um, but like I said, I I just wanted to come on here and do this because, it, you know, I, I feel like Mike Leach deserved his own episode of my podcast um, for everything. And, you know, let us all swing our swords like uh, like uh, Mike Leach wanted us, like Mike Leach told us. So... I will see y'all um, this weekend. I'll do a regular episode, um, but I hope everybody has a great night.